everybody, Bob Olson here with Afterlife TV. You can find us at afterlifetv.com. This is where we talk about the very big questions we all have about life and death. And this is a bite-sized episode that we've pulled from the vaults. Enjoy. Hey, Jack, uh, I want to thank you for leaving that question. It's a great question. It's a very deep and meaningful question. So I chose to answer it, one, because it is it is such a great question, but also I know that the audio quality was not very good. We tried to fix it up, but it's still pretty poor. But I wanted to reward you for at least using our online Q&A format for asking questions. You're one of the few people who did, and and I appreciate that you did that. So the question that Jack had was, what is the reason for learning and spirit evolution? Wow. There's a lot of ways that I can come at this question in, in order to answer it. I'm just going to do my best here, and I hope I answer it in the way that answers the question for you, Jack. I wrote a piece many years ago. I mean, we're talking like over a decade, maybe 13 years ago that I think applies to this question. I think it answers it without writing an entire book. The only thing I want to say is at the end of this piece, this article, it sort of insinuates that the soul then reaches the vibration of creative intelligence. Some might call it the God vibration. After many, many lifetimes, it eventually keeps raising its frequency because of those experiences, and then finally reaches the God vibration and lives for eternity in, you know, the euphoria of that vibration rejoining with God. First of all, I don't think that we ever are separate from God. I know we aren't. And I also don't think that we ever reach that God vibration as a soul and then just disappear in the same way that when my spirit, the spirit of Bob, leaves my body and rejoins my whole self, my soul, but retains its personality forever, for all eternity, so that when my loved ones die, I will be there to greet them. I think the same thing happens with the soul. It reaches this God vibration. Certainly that may be the goal. I can see why it would be, but then it doesn't disappear either. It doesn't lose its identity either. It reaches that vibration. I'm sure there's many benefits to that as we can all sort of relate as we learn and grow personally, spiritually, we recognize that we have more inner peace because of the growth that we've had. Well, think of that on a soul level. I mean, that's just going to be amazing, right? After thousands and thousands of lifetimes, the wisdom that takes place because of all those experiences. Well, if it eventually knows all things, has all the experiences it could possibly have, and then reaches that vibration, it, I guess you would say, maybe becomes the same as the God vibration. And yet, 
it does not lose its identity. And I think that's an important point to make. Other than that, here's that article that I think answers your question, Jack. I believe that we are all energy beams that reach out from the source, the light and love of God, like rays of light that reach out from the sun. When we first leave the source, we are blank slates, eager to have experiences that will teach all there is to know. At first, our energy is low and dense because we are new and inexperienced. As we have experiences that teach us universal wisdom, our energy vibration, our frequency increases. And slowly, after many lives and many experiences, our vibration slowly increases so that we work our way back to the source, the one with the highest vibration. I believe that we increase our energy and our knowledge by experiencing the polar aspects of all there is to know. Our knowledge gives us an appreciation and understanding that makes us ever more complete with each new experience. In other words, we learn from experiencing both sides of every possibility. In order to fully understand and appreciate kindness, we must experience cruelty. In order to fully understand and appreciate joy, we must experience depression. In order to fully understand and appreciate health, we must experience sickness. In order to fully and understand and appreciate comfort, we must experience discomfort. And so it goes. For every possible experience that exists, we experience both sides of that spectrum in order to understand and appreciate the opposite. As we reincarnate from one life to another, we can only take on so many experiences at one time. In one life, we might learn about loneliness and poverty. In another, we might grow to understand addiction and codependency. In another, fame. In another, companionship. In another, being needed and taking care of someone in need. In another, mental illness. In another, unconditional love. Sometimes we can handle two or three or maybe several lessons in one lifetime. Sometimes one major lesson may be all we can take and our life might be very short. And some lives may even be strictly for the purpose of helping someone else's spiritual growth, although we always benefit energetically whenever we help another soul on their journey. As we complete each lifetime, our energy frequency increases and we grow closer to the source. After several lifetimes, we are vibrating at faster speeds and we have gains in understanding and appreciation for many facets of being. It is my belief that if someone finds themselves passionate about helping the homeless or fostering children or the mentally impaired, that they have likely experienced that condition in a past life. This is why they have compassion in this area and for these people, because on a cellular and subconscious level, they understand and appreciate the circumstances and conditions that these people know. This is why God, our creator, has unconditional love, compassion, and understanding for each of us. He knows all sides of every experience. Some people may choose not to return to earth for another lifetime because lessons can also be learned in the spirit world. We can help people on earth as spirit guides ourselves, assist in helping souls cross over, comfort pets while they await their earthly owners to return to heaven or any number of possible jobs. However, from what I have learned, we reincarnate because spiritual growth is much faster here on earth. Similar to the no pain, no gain philosophy regarding physical fitness, the struggles we endure on earth are like going to the health club to exercise. With each grueling workout, each life, we return with rapid growth. 
Every time a life has ended, our spirit returns home to heaven to rejoin its soul. And each time we return to the soul world, we are instantly freed of all pain and sickness, all fear and all earthly concerns. We are instantaneously bathed in the comfort, joy, and love of the ultimate light. Regardless of how difficult our last lifetime was, we sigh in our emancipation and think to ourselves, wow, what a relief. And as we discover the immense growth we gained from that lifetime, we think, hey, that wasn't so bad. I can do that again. And before we know it, we are planning our next human journey. With each lifetime voyage, we are even closer to reaching God's vibrational frequency, the ultimate final destination. Then, at some point, we know all there is to know and have experienced all there is to experience. We have the highest understanding and appreciation attainable. And upon that last lesson, the final earthly existence that completes us, we merge again with our Creator to an eternity of euphoria and ecstasy. This is my interpretation of life and the afterlife according to my experiences, research, and beliefs over the last few years. I can't prove it, but it helps me to understand why bad things happen to good people, why children suffer, and why God allows the tragedies and sufferings of innocent human beings to exist. Although it doesn't make negative experiences any less tragic or difficult to endure, and in no way do I intend to make light of anyone's suffering or hardships or suggest that we stand idly by and watch people struggle, we should always do what we can to ease the burdens of others. It helps me to believe there is a spiritual purpose to life's challenges. By believing that we learn to know love as much by experiencing hate and suffering as we do kindness and compassion, it helps me to make sense of this world and trust that every person's suffering will be relieved and rewarded in the end. I hope you enjoyed that Afterlife TV episode. I want to thank our sponsor, Best Psychic Directory. This is my site where I've vetted all of the psychics and mediums and animal communicators on there. And you also can read over 12,000 reviews from people just like you who have got incredible readings with these gifted people. That's bestpsychicdirectory.com. Now, if you want to make sure not to miss an episode of Afterlife TV, go to afterlifetv.com, sign up for our newsletter, or you can either like or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or subscribe on YouTube. Finally, if you can just check out my books, the first one is Answers About the Afterlife. That answers over 150 questions about life after death. And my second book is The Magic Mala. Magic Mala is all about what I learned about life while investigating the afterlife. You can check out those two books by me at BobOlson.com. That's B-O-B-O-L-S-O-N.com.